0: Welcome to What Healthy Couples Know That You Don't, a podcast dedicated to helping you create the relationship you truly want. And now, here's your host, licensed psychotherapist, Rhoda Mills-Summer. Welcome to Episode 10, Manipulation and Relationships, Part 1. Everybody manipulates to get what they want. Three-year-olds manipulate to get what they want. Teens are hard to live with because they manipulate so much. I think most young couples begin with a lot of manipulation born of insecurities. We all want to win. We all want to have power. Many relationships have a hierarchy of power where one partner has more of the say. That's because they make more money or because of religious cultural values, or simply because it makes life easier. In a relationship of shared power, there is more struggle and messiness because there are two points of view that have to be accounted for. There are many ways to manipulate, from the loud yelling and screaming, to the sneaky, quiet ways of undermining someone else. Drama most often is a clear indication of manipulation. Drama buries the real issues in a giant pile of noise. When someone demands that they be loved no matter what, this is a sign of manipulation. Only parents should give kids under 17 unconditional love. The movie Love Story perpetrated a crime against all relationships when it claimed love means never saying you are sorry. Boundaries about what is okay and what is not okay are very important in healthy relationships. Saying no, expecting respect, and forgiveness for mistakes are all part of learning to be a better partner. We all have the opportunity to grow and learn how to love someone else well. That requires a lot of work. Someone who is consistently manipulative usually takes up too much space. They are not good at sharing and know how to get their way. They are better at making statements about their point of view and what they want, and they're not so good at asking questions. Someone who is manipulated dismisses their own voice and doesn't take up enough space. They go along to get along. They give up what they want in order to avoid conflict. They ask questions instead of making statements. They also can be manipulative by being withholding. Being either manipulative or allowing yourself to be manipulated defeats any possibility of growth. These are patterns people get stuck in that are very unhealthy. They are also very boring patterns. We often find partners who have opposite energy from us. This is so we can learn from each other and achieve more range in who we are to be more whole This has an added benefit of making us more interesting as people. So the more often manipulative, take up too much room person learns to back up, edit themselves, and share their power. They learn to ask questions to understand the other person. They learn how to make more room for someone else. My loud, bossy self grew a lot from loving someone enough to figure this out. So the person who's more often manipulated, who doesn't take up enough room, learns to step forward, to find their voice and speak up. Maybe even how to be angry enough to set boundaries with the other person. They learn to stop avoiding conflict. You can only grow if you are willing to do uncomfortable things. They learn to hold their own with someone else. I often teach these patterns in couples therapy by using blank index cards. One empty card represents the space between two people. One of the persons fills up the space too much. One fills up the card too little. Both have a lot to learn, which is the beauty of being able to grow up because of a relationship. Growing up is honestly facing painful situations and recognizing you have ownership in the problems. Instead of just blaming the other person, that's the beginning of real change. Shattered Glass is an excellent movie about manipulation. It's based on the true story of Stephen Glass, who was a journalist at the New Republic from 1995 through 1998. And it was discovered he made up 27 of his 41 stories. He charmed his way to the top with lies because he wanted success and fame. That was more important than his integrity. When you see the movie, you watch him manipulate. And you watch people stop being manipulated at the end of the movie. So one example of manipulation would be someone who spends money they don't have by shopping or gambling and keeping it secret from the other partner by opening credit cards they don't know about. Another example would be someone who withholds sex and doesn't talk about it with their partner, who did not sign up for a celibate relationship, or someone has an affair and thinks nothing of having unprotected sex, and then comes home to continue their sex life. There are a million ways to manipulate. People get divorced because they lose respect for each other. Manipulation is one of the best ways to kill off respect. If respect does not exist in a relationship, then it becomes impossible to build over time into being a team that solves problems together. My challenge to you today is to figure out if you are the one who takes up too much room Then you must try practicing asking more questions of your partner. Be more curious and open to your partner's point of view. Stop repeating your own point of view over and over. If you are the one who does not take up enough space, then practice making more statements. Be more vocal about your opinions and desires. This is Rhoda, sharing what I've learned after more than 35 years of working in couples and 42 years of being in a couple. Thanks for listening, and please subscribe on iTunes. It's quick and only takes a click. There is more information on my website, therapyideas.net.